What's up, guys? Thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got a great show lined up for you guys. If you guys are Marvel fans, this is going to be the show for you. We got a lot of big Marvel stories to talk about this week. Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings had its uh, Hollywood premiere this earlier this week, and the early reactions are coming in for the film. Gotta say, man, it's uh, overwhelmingly positive. People are really loving this movie. I'll be honest, I'm taking a little bit of back at how much people are have saying that they enjoyed this film. Obviously, we got people who see a premiere, people getting these early access. Those uh, reactions tend to skew more positive, I think. So I don't want to just say, oh, this is definitely going to be a great movie. But man, for the the, the, pot, the reviews to be, not, they're not official reviews, but for the reactions to just be so in one direction in a positive way, you got to feel good about where things stand with Shang-Chi. So I, I can't wait to see that movie now. We'll talk about those reactions in a little bit. Also, Marvel, we're recording this podcast on a Thursday. Marvel released its final trailer for Eternals. I think this trailer was a banger. Um, I think one of the better trailers they've released of the movies they've released in a long in a while. I thought that this was a, a truly great trailer. So I'm excited to talk about it with my guys, see what they got to say about it. And uh, Dominique Thorne. Is going to be playing Ironheart in the future. Of course, she's going to be in Armor Wars, that Disney Plus series that was announced uh, last year. We're also now learning that she will be playing Ironheart in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That's a film that we still know very little about other than the fact that we will not be recasting uh, Ryan Coogler, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman as uh, as T'Challa Black Panther. But now we know that Ironheart is going to be in that movie. Still very little on plot. But that's an interesting detail, and we'll see how that ends up shaping up in that film. So we'll talk about that as well. Join me on my co-host, starting with Shamari Stewart. Shan, speaking of um, Chadwick Boseman, we have the uh, Marvel What If series coming up on Disney+. Plus. There were two episodes in. first one was, of course, the Captain Carter episode with uh, what would happen if Peggy Carter became uh, a super soldier. And then the second one being what would, what would happen if... T'Challa became Star-Lord. I got to say, I've really been enjoying these series uh, in these in these little uh, one-shot episodes. The animation has been gorgeous. I thought the last episode they had this week, and I know you, some of you guys may not have watched this, so we're not going to go too much into spoilers, but I thought the episode this week with Chadwick was just uh, great. And I, I read some stuff from, um, I think it was Feige who was saying that, you know, Ryan, excuse me, I keep calling him Ryan today. I don't know why. Ryan Cooler for some reason in my head right now. Uh, Chadwick said that he really, really enjoyed the writing for T'Challa in this episode and actually hoped that they would try to write T'Challa to be more like this in in the uh in the in the in the big film that they were doing, of course, Wakanda Forever is now the title. I don't know if that was gonna be titled for he passed, but um but yeah, I'm really enjoying this. I I thought that was an interesting uh note that 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 Chadwick really enjoyed this take. On T'Challa, I think it was definitely a more, um, definitely a more optimistic, definitely a little more uh, confident within himself. Uh, T'Challa, which makes sense because this is not, you know, the child we met in the Black Panther was coming off of his father dying and him recently becoming king, and now automatically all these people are challenging him. So him being a little unsure of himself maybe made a little more sense in that in that film. Uh, I thought. The, the 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 contrast we saw with how they played him as Star Lord in this one, Sham, I thought was uh was awesome. And I'm I'm I, it makes sense to me that Chadwick would have enjoyed it. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, of course, happy to be on the show with you guys as always. 
very uh very sure. fun very very refreshing yeah. um yeah i mean what if is what if has been has been very fun um it was it was very sentimental seeing hearing chadwick uh, knowing that that was his last kind of mcu performance um uh in the show but what if has been great it, it, honestly it's been what what i had expected it to be uh to be completely honest with you um I I wouldn't necessarily say it exceeded my expectations just because it looked good on based on the trailers, it looked very good based on the trailers. Um, so yeah, I mean, what if is 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 hitting on all cylinders right now, um, you know, which which it bodes well for for the for the you know Marvel Disney Plus and you know, and I know Kendall, I, th- I think Kendall it was you that told me some people were saying this was the best thing on di- best thing on Disney Plus or the best Marvel thing on Disney Plus. Yeah, people said after the first three episodes. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got I don't know about that. I mean, I gotta see the third one. I, I'm so right now, I wouldn't say so, but it's still very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I'm I am uh, very much looking forward to seeing more. And Kendall, we're three an- three animation guys here. Kendall, of course, joining us yes. on the pod today. So. Uh, you know, this is already going to be up our alley. Where do you think this has stacked so far with some of the better animation shows we've watched? Uh, Below Invincible. Uh, <laughs> no, Invincible, I mean, uh, right now is just killing the game. I mean, I don't think we, I don't know if I talked about it on the last pod. I don't know if I finished it. I know Sham hasn't, but, um, no. but Invincible is just, it's on, it's on that. It's only one season, but I mean, it's, it's approaching that like iconic, Mount Rushmore level to me. I mean, <laughs> it's in another world, so I don't want to compare any. I don't. I don't want to compare anything. I, there's very few shows I want to compare to Invincible right now. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And everybody, um, check it out. By the way, Amazon. If you haven't checked it out, check out Invincible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're getting that Bezos money over here, Prime. <laughs> Generation Media Prime. I'm hoping Bezos goes no. to space. <laughs> yeah, we got. I say we're gonna be on the next spaceship that when he when next time he goes uh. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, if he goes to Mars or the moon next time, we're gonna be riding shotgun. Um Yeah, now what if uh it's, it's it's been interesting. I I can't say whether or not I succeeded my expectations or not because I don't think I had many expectations. Um this has been this is such an uncharted kind of project. I don't know if we've ever seen an animated um show like this that wasn't that was all imaginary, you know, kind of stuff. You know, it it gave them he gave them a canvas to to tell whatever kind of story they wanted. Um, you'll see maybe in an animated show them do an episode or something that's imaginary, like a what if kind of episode of a show. But a whole series of just what if tales in this universe is something that's very interesting. Um, and it's hard to it's hard to replicate because of because there aren't many shared universes with the scope of the MCU. You know, Star Wars is up there, but. Um, you know the the MCU is very very unique in that regard. So, it, you know, it didn't know what to expect. Um, but but yeah, I mean the Captain Carter episode, uh, I probably liked a slightly better than the than the, really? the Star Lord episode. Um, only I because I'm a yeah, only because I'm a bigger fan of the Captain America, you know, movie than I am of like the Guardians movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I you know, and going into it, I was very you know, confused, I would say, about the idea of making T'Challa Star-Lord. Didn't see where, yep. you know, the Captain Carter one was very obvious. You know, that one, you know, makes a ton of sense, mm-hmm. you know, when you see it. The T'Challa Star-Lord one, you know, you have to be kind of convinced, you know, well, where does this work? And it worked. It worked better than I may have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there are definitely some interesting things there that they did. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, 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 I would say that one probably, if we're talking about exceeding expectations, that one probably exceeded my expectations, but, um, but yeah, as a, as a, as a show in general, yeah, it's been, it's been very good. Um, the only disappointment is that it's only going to be like nine episodes, you know? I was going to say, I feel like I I didn't get a good idea. Mm -hmm. I forgot what the episode number was. Yeah, you're right. It is going to be nine. So we're two. So we still, we still got a little ways to go though. Still got a lot of time. I know we have one, uh, that's the zombies episode. And then we have one, uh, there's a Spider-Man Doctor Strange one. Um, yeah, there's a, there's like a, there's, the one I'm most excited for going forward is, is the Killmonger Tony Stark. Oh, that, I forgot that, that. I forgot that's one. Yeah, that that's that's the one that I'm most excited for. They showed that in the last trailer. Isn't there also one with like, with uh, it's gonna be awkward, but with Black Widow. I don't know if Scarlett actually did the voice on it, but like, Black, <laughs> Black Widow was something. I don't want to say she was hiding. There, but it was, uh, yeah, there was there was a there was a shot of her in the trailer. We don't know what episode is from or what if if it's her own story, but mm-hmm. there was a shot in the trailer where she's like she has like the Red Guardian shield. So right. Yeah. yeah. It's a so guardian or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I was I mean I'm and I'm not even really a horror guy, but I'm kinda of looking forward to the zombie unit. Really? Um just cause just these honestly just because of what they did with these first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like that's gonna be very, very fun and interesting. It's weird. I felt like when I saw the animation style early on when they were showing us the very first iterations of what if I was kind of not sold and i wasn't sure how i was gonna even in the trailer still i wasn't 100 sold how i was gonna love this animation but the animation is gorgeous it's like one of the i mean you know i agree i don't think it's like one of the i don't think it's an invincible or young justice or something that high but i mean in terms of just how a, a the cartoon looks as a tv series i mean it's one of the better animation superheroes will definitely i've ever seen i mean it looks just fantastic and um yeah it's interesting kendall kendall has the Captain Carter one ahead of the uh, the Starler one. I would disagree. I would have Starler one first. I that to me like the, the 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 Captain Carter one. I saw a lot of people saying like, "Oh, I would love to see this as a TV series." Like, it was good. I really liked it. I didn't get that feel for me. It just seemed like a really good one story. Like the Star Lord as T'Challa one. That was when I was like, I could watch this series. Like definitely. Um, Interesting. Uh, the colors. The you know going from place to place. Um, uh, this Tyler in that role, I thought he was great. Like that was the one I was like, yeah, this was a series I could totally watch. Fifteen episodes of this, twenty episodes, this would be uh, tons of fun. But like you know, uh, you know the Ravagers are a fun group. Uh, the little twer- the, the little tweaks they did with them, you know, were fun in this episode. So I, I really, I really dug it. I think you know, for Marvel fans, I'll ask you know, do I need to watch this content? I, I would say right now to me, it just seems like good old Marvel fun. It doesn't sound like anything that has any major stakes you know some people who may have watched loki may have thought oh well maybe i actually really do have to watch what if but i don't know if 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 that if i would say that per se at least in the first two people have been are, clamoring that the first three are the ones that have been so crazy that, that made people make these crazy predicaments so i don't know if the third one will suggest maybe that's it, the case, it sounds but. like the the there is there's been speculation slash you know yeah, I would say informed speculation slash rumor that uh, Captain Carter may wind up being in Doctor Strange. I've heard um, that too. Yeah. So if that does end up being the case, you know. 
But I feel like I, something like that even, and I've heard that too, and then mm-hmm. you probably would want to watch that episode. But I almost feel like to me, like that if that just happened, I don't think that that would, if you didn't watch the show, that would freak no, you out. No, it's not going to be wrong. You'll understand it. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a multiverse. You'll yeah. understand, you know, yeah, everything backwards. Right. <laughs> you know, Peggy Carter. If you want to get more context, you know, <laughs> there is a cartoon. Um, I, I will say that the guy running... The, the, the showrunner for what if who just recently got promoted to the head of you know streaming and animation and um television at marvel studios um did say that they're working on multiple animation projects yes he, did. Uh, he said if if he said if i told you what they are it would blow your mind um yes, he did. and it's interesting but he also made a made the point of saying that we don't do animation project we're not going to do animation projects that we can do movies of well yeah they're almost exclusively using the animation medium to do things like what if that you can't really feasibly do mm-hmm. in a movie so i don't know what that means um i would have loved for my mind to be blown by them saying yeah we're doing we're going to start the x-men off animated and then bring them live action or something like that but um i mean i'm kind of i i, I kind of like that mindset personally all right but yeah I yeah cool yeah, I, I yeah I I do, um, too. I I I did when I when I posted I did tweet that you know I hope that, you know I don't know if these are projects that all will be connected to the MCU but I still hope that Marvel like boosts its just this animation as a whole you know I would love obviously some of those projects to be MCU but I don't need it. No, like, I, I, I just, it's not. Yeah, I just, I just want to see a, another a new. We we I mean we're just way overdue for an X Men show. I know. Shout out to a lot of the the uh, creators from the X Men the animated series. I know they've been pretty active on social media, just trying to draw up support for the show. Yeah, and people have been talking about a reboot, and I support that for sure. I know uh, we all would support that, you know. So, so I, I would hope that they they will be able to do other series as well. Um, that maybe some that aren't just connected to just like you know the MCU vision that Faye has. We all love the MCU, and we all love what Faye's been doing, but. I hope that they can get stuff that kind of goes beyond that as well. Uh, but let's uh, let's get to the top of the show, though, and let's talk about some of the things we're getting from uh, Shang-Chi, uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. We got some reactions that came in uh, this week, and, man, the reactions were, um, like I said at the top of the show, I was surprised just how, how over the top. And when I, I don't when I say over the top, I don't mean that they were like – I mean, it was hype. But I was surprised. I'm not saying that it was wasn't necessarily warranted. I don't. I don't know. Of course, I've not seen the movie. But man, people really came out of that theater really enjoying this film. Uh, I'll, I'll read you guys some of the reactions that we're seeing. Um, I'll go to uh, Scott Menzel. He says Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings earns the title of best superhero film of 2021 so far. The action scenes are simply spectacular, especially the train and skyscraper scene. Best martial arts I've seen in a long time. Simu Lu and Aquafina are terrific. Uh, let's see who else. We, let's say Drew Taylor. Uh, Shang-Chi is an absolute triumph. Unexpectedly, unexpectedly spiritual and emotionally complex. With some of the very best action in the MCU, Simu Lu is your new favorite Avenger. And the movie's myriad influences, everything from Jackie Chan uh, to uh, Hayao uh, Miyazaki. Mi, Mi, Miyazaki, there you go. Uh, pay off big time. Astounding is the word he used. Danny Fernandez, OMG, Shang-Chi was so incredible, so special. The fight choreography was sick. 
uh, I'm so dead. I'm dead. Wow, this is a lot of emojis. Simu Lu's perfect cast. Who's <laughs> so badass. Has so much heart. And uh, Manger Zhang's killer. Much love to the team. Umberto Gonzalez. We've talked about him a lot in this podcast. Said Shang-Chi was a blast. Actually, Marvel's first true family movie. He puts in quotation marks. with That has a lot of heart. Loads of fun. Great fight choreography. Likeable characters. Wendy Lee Zaney, who we've talked about, who's been on New Generation Media. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Wendy Lee. Uh, she said, um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is phenomenal. Get hyped. Every, e- even fight scene action sequence is better than every... Well, I guess it was a typo. Every fight scene uh, action sequence is better than the last. Simulu uh, fully embraces the Marvel superhero role. Amazing imagery. Killer soundtrack. Uh, you'll want to see this on the big screen. So, that, I mean, that's just pretty much, I mean, it's just all that. I mean, I've not seen one, I haven't seen, God, I haven't even seen one reaction that's not, that's like, yo, it was pretty good. <laughs> like, I haven't even, like, I haven't even seen that. I, like, I, I'll be honest, I'm not going to say it's this far. It's not this far. But I feel like the reactions I'm seeing from this kind of, to me, rival Black Panther in terms of, like, how people enjoyed it so much, you know? Like, like yeah. I think in terms of, like, you know, like, when it comes to, like, the Avenger movies, like, you can't really compare it to that. But if I'm talking about, like, a solo Marvel film, I'm thinking, like, when was the last time I saw, like, this kind of, like, over-the-top, yo, this is incredible, and, like, you have to see this film? That, to me, the last time I saw that for that was, was Black Panther. And, you know, Black Panther had, you know, uh, a little bit more of an impact on the culture as a whole. So, like, that was probably felt stronger. And, of course, we weren't in a pandemic. So that's probably felt a little stronger than what Shang-Chi is feeling right now. And I definitely don't think it will rival Black Panther in box office or anything like that. We know Black Panther broke records that stood for a long time. But that's the impression I get is that this is kind of like a game changer kind of movie, which, you know, we've talked about it off air. We talked about it on air. I think that we've all I, I don't know about you guys. I think we all kind of were uncertain to what to think of Shang-Chi. I don't think any of us really loved Many of these trailers, I think we all like the last one maybe the most. But, I mean, Kendall, this is, like, really eye-opening. What what were your thoughts on these uh, these very positive reactions? Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's exciting. Um, you know, as a guy who, uh, you know, gave, you know, the Suicide Squad only a 7 out of 10 last week, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> no, but, um... Yeah, no, it's exciting because, you know, obviously, again, you like you say, we, you know, it's hard to take ourselves back to 20, whatever that was, 2018. 17, or, 17 yeah. 17 with Black Panther. Yeah. Um, you know, and obviously this, it feels like ages ago, given what we, everything that, that's happened since then. But um, what I will say is that even if we go more recent, Black Widow was a solo movie. Not the same because it didn't introduce a character, but mm-hmm. kind of does when you <laughs> with yeah. a lot of the characters in it it's just one one character that we that we have that does a mainstay but um and the reaction wasn't this you know no. it was mostly positive but it wasn't this no it was um, not this. So, so that's interesting and i think the reaction for black widow when it came out you know i don't think anybody looked at it and looked at it and said you know oh man like people we, we feel lied to you know right. this is a lot worse than uh what the initial reaction was um, cause like, I feel like even like Captain Marvel, there was, there was really good stuff. And then I feel like when it came out, you know, I think it, it kind of fell a little bit, um, in terms of, uh, the, you know, the, the overall audience reaction. And, you know, we talk about reasons for why that, that happened, <laughs> but, um, 
but no, I mean, uh, when it comes to this movie, the excitement is, is super high right now. Um, I, you know, I know a big thing for Shamari, I'm sure he'll touch on this, was the action sequences. So to mm-hmm. repeatedly hear so many people talk about the action sequences were high level uh, was a really good sign. Um, and also from 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 my perspective, um, I'm just I'm 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 excited to see Simu Lu's debut. Uh, you know, I'm excited to see uh, you know what what is going to be like the the big the big things that we're talking about coming out of this movie. Um, yeah, Black Widow. Think, yeah, cause I think we're quickly you know Brandon Davis, ComicBook.com, him saying in his review that also he thought was in, this was an incredible movie. He said integral to MCU phase four. So, well, that's what's interesting is that like, we thought the same thing about black widow. We yeah. thought, you know, you don't do black widow unless, you know, you want Scarlett Johansson to sue you or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't do black widow unless, you know, there's some, you know, reason in phase four, why you want to do it in hindsight, maybe not as big of a reason as we would have thought, you know, it seemed like a lot of it was, besides giving the Black Widow character her, her flowers, was also, you know, introducing, you know, Florence Pugh's character. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side with this movie, we still don't know. Again, outside of introducing Simu Lu and, um, you know, giving, you know, the Shang-Chi character his due as well, what is going to be the long-term impact of this movie? Um, there are two post-credit scenes. Um, yes. I don't know what they are, but there are two post-credit scenes, so... You know, that's one more than Black Widow had, uh, which is interesting. But um, it seems like there's my guess is that it, that one of them will probably be hinting towards some sort of Shang-Chi 2 or some sort of sequel. And, you know, something else we don't know. I mean, we do know Abomination's in the movie. So and we know he's going to be in She-Hulk. So is it, right. you know, is Val going to show up again and start recruiting him? You know, is that a post credit scene? Is that in the movie? I don't know. You know, but these are all possibilities. But I'm excited, man. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we all share that excitement. I'm sure Sham, you share the excitement as well, seeing these reactions. Yeah, I mean, it's very exciting. Um, you know, I mean, and as as uh, you guys have pointed out, I've been, um, you know, I, I had showed some you were a little leery, some uh, <laughs> some concern with yeah. regards to making sure that this is a, you know. I haven't heard many reactions. I've heard comparisons to, to certain things like Jackie Chan and, you know, Kung Fu Hustle, kind of Jackie Chan-y type of action. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anyone describe this as a Kung Fu movie, which is what I would have expected. I've heard, I've heard people say it has elements of that. It doesn't necessarily have to be a 100% Kung Fu movie. Obviously, it's not. But, you know, that's what I would have expected this to be, just in terms of, like, when I think of, of Shang-Chi, in terms of, like, the character I'll be like, oh, so this is Marvel's Kung Fu movie. It doesn't necessarily sound like that's what this is, but it does sound like it's still very entertaining and exciting and fun, which is all well and good. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited. Um, I, again, it's just for me, it's just the, you know, how much of this is like magic and superpowers and mysticism, which isn't bad, but I, I just don't know that I want, the, you know, Shang-Chi to be, you know, uh, you know, to to have that to be that kind of character. So I, I don't know. Um, I mean, the good reactions are fantastic, obviously, and hopefully, you know, the movie lives up to those reactions. 
Now, I'm not saying it won't, um, but I think I just, you know, I don't know. I, I honestly have no idea what to expect. Um, now, to be fair, I, while while I didn't see the word kung fu used as much, and we kind of think of kung fu, I know kung fu just like, which was originally gung fu. It's just a kind of a style of fighting, and, and but uh, we haven't seen that word used as much to describe this film. Maybe usually when you think of kung fu movies, we think of you know a certain element. But I have seen people refer to this as a great martial arts movie. Uh, mm-hmm. John Campia said it's a part martial arts masterpiece, part mythological epic. Um, I mentioned how you know uh, Menzel said best martial arts he's seen in a long time. Um, I've seen a couple of people. Someone mm-hmm. says badass okay. martial arts action. So I've seen I've seen people say that this is a great like this has great martial arts stuff in it. Um, okay. Yeah, so I mean, just take that for what it is. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully that is, um, you know, legit. hopefully that's that's legit. That's emphasized. Um, I mean, we all saw what happened with, um, you know, Iron Fist and other. And of course, I'm not saying this is going to be that. I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know, we've seen that happen. Where characters who are supposed to be kung yeah. masters of of you know martial arts, and they're either not really doing martial arts all that much, or again, I'm seeing a lot of like superpowers in the trailers and stuff, and I'm like, okay, I mean that's cool, but I mean, is this where I wanted to see that? You know, Shit, so, did you did either of you guys see uh, the stunt coordinator for Iron Fist get asked about what it was like to work on that show recently? And he said it was like he said it was like PTSD being asked about this. He said uh, he he made a reference that you know the actor didn't want to work hard, which he didn't name Finn Jones by name, but I think we assume that that's who he's talking about. Like the actor wasn't trained that hard. He said Jessica Henry was great, which is why her scenes are the best, and they are. <laughs> but he said he had so much fighting with the director, so much fighting with um, Marvel. He said, and then the actor didn't want to work. <laughs> And I'm like, man, no wonder that Finn Jones <laughs> not just seen the way he looked. Oh, man. I heard that. I was like, well, that confirmed just about everything we needed to yeah, know no. about and, that. And I know, and I know Simu Lu's fight scenes are, are going to look good. I don't think they're right. not going to look good. They look good in the trailers. But, you know, it's how trailers are trailers. Yeah, it's, it's how it's choreographed, and trailers are only a couple minutes. Right. I'm hoping for a good amount of fights. In this movie, I mean, look, I don't, I don't think this is gonna be it, man. But right, yeah, and I don't, like I said, yeah. I, I don't, I don't expect this to be Enter the Dragon, right? right, right. That's not, I'm not <laughs> expecting this to be that necessarily. But I mean, this is Shang Chi, right? Yeah. I'm expecting to see yeah. a lot of fights. What I will say is, man, trusting Kevin Feige, you know, yeah. at the very, yeah. at the very least, I'm not saying Kevin yeah. Feige bad a thousand, but you know, if he's gonna do a kung fu movie. You know, yeah, you better know, do it. The, the director said, though, I know he said that he was inspired by uh, by It Man and Jackie Chan. Okay, so I guess it is It Man. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> now, I don't know. I think that I can't You're imagine perfect. that it's going to be that level good. Like, I, I can't imagine any almost anything being that level good in terms of, <laughs> like, you know, contemporary martial arts fighting. But, I mean... If people if people are liking it this hard, it makes, it makes me feel really good about it, you know. I and I think that to me, that was probably I think I agree with Shannon. That was probably my biggest concern was, are they gonna like be so 
in line with making sure they hit their Marvel benchmarks for what a Marvel movie has to be. And you know, you know, I know, you know, I don't, I don't know if this pod comes across sounding pro Marvel or anti Marvel. Um, but I feel like you no, know, their the critiques that Marvel can be formulaic in their presentation of films is fair. I think it's one hundred percent fair. So I think that means they're awful or terrible. No, I love I love most of the stuff they do. But um, I think when 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 there are weaknesses in certain things or when you ask expectations from certain things, that's when the formulaic aspect of it can rear its ugly head. So I guess my concern with this was, are they going to kind of lean back on their formula and say, okay, I know, yes, he's a big martial arts guy, but we're not going to like care too much about that. We got to get in our, right. our, our Marvel stuff. That means we got to get an X amount of jokes. You got to get an X amount of special effects, you know? And, yeah. Again, that could work for a lot of other things, but that's not something that people really are asking for with this per se. We want those elements in there, but it seemed like the trailer definitely seemed to lean on that, and it, it, perhaps yeah. that was a strategic thing where they didn't just didn't want to give away your best action. And that's it's it's that's gonna that, yeah, that mean, comes down go, to what was that it was that a smart decision when it comes to building this film because yeah, and, and like at the end they show like you know your big kind of big CD. CG final fight like like mm-hmm. it's it follows the formula. Mm-hmm. Um, now one thing I will say I am very much looking forward to is I, I think Aquafina is going to be good in this movie. I've heard great things about her. Yes, yeah. uh, from all the reactions, uh, and she's great in everything I've seen her. Yeah, she's she's always she's she's so, hilarious. She's, I watched, she's great in that show. Um, uh, Nora from Queens. Yeah, right. Uh, she's hilarious. So I I I'm very much looking forward so, to her. So a similar thing to Black Widow, man. I gotta bring it up because you know we again we 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 waved the palm, the, the Marvel palm bombs did the page up, <laughs> but you know I gotta bring up when EJ talks about you know some some shortcomings. Um, when we talked about Black Widow, we talked about how yeah the reviews were mostly positive, but one thing you don't hear much about Taskmaster. You know what what are we hearing about the Mandarin? I I, I it's been very quiet. It seems. And the I Mandarin, feel like he, I feel like he rarely gets brought up when I see these. Yeah, that's a huge character to throw into this movie, and he's clearly the villain. Yeah, I, I I feel like I've rarely seen him mentioned as like a big deal as why as to why this film is good. That's interesting. I don't. Um, I'm not as concerned, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know how people feel about it. this. Doesn't make me a real fan or whatever. I'm not as concerned about the Mandarin in terms of. You know, oh how, how incredible is the Mandarin? I just need him to be to a certain level of threatening. That's really all I need, right? Don't be Ben Kingsley. Yeah, exactly. Don't, yeah, be the actual Mandarin. <laughs> you know, be threatening. I feel like what we got in the trailers is who he's gonna be in the movie. Right. I think they showed us basically who he is. You know, Fire he's Lord testing. Yeah, really. You know, <laughs> so we know who he's gonna be. He's gonna be who he's gonna be. You know, the director isn't asking any more of him than, than what we see. He's going to use the Ten Rings, and, you know, Shang-Chi is going to try to try to take the Ten Rings from him. And it's going to be a big showdown, and, and you know, I, I think that's the extent to what of what he's going to... I don't think he's going to be, like, a top-five MCU villain or anything like that, um, you know, which I don't know if that's good or bad. Little, I don't... I a little disappointing. Because top-five MCU villains isn't, like, you know, it's not a Mount Rushmore of cinema. You know, antagonist. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. I mean, um, it is what it is. I mean, there have been a lot of Marvel movies, so I'm sure the top five are good. But like, you know, ideally, the Mandarin—that's 
I don't think that's setting if a he, good if precedent. He's on the same level as say like a what was the guy's name Schmidt? Johann mm-hmm. Schmidt. If he's if he's on that level, look, you're Red Skull. Yeah, Red Skull. Threatening. You know, threatening. Okay. Remind me the, the first person to, to reference the Red Skull by, by his government on first try. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that guy Schmidt. Yeah, probably because I just saw the whatever. Yeah, what if? What if? Yeah, right, that is true. Right. But um, but you know, if he's on that level, threatening, you know, staple Marvel villain, not you know, amazing, but good. I'm yeah. cool. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I actually, like, and I think you know. you're right that the Red Skull is probably the bar. For like, if he reaches the Red Skull, and that's that's a great, you know. I, yeah, I, mean, I, told, I feel Red like Red Skull. I feel like Red Skull is the bar for like Marvel villains. Right. Is if you Any get to the Red Skull bar. Right. <laughs> yeah, Red Skull was like. And I think in many ways, Captain America: First Avenger is really probably a good bar for just Marvel movies. Yeah, just good Marvel movies in general. Yeah, for a lot of things, for just even overall movie. But yeah, I feel like Red Skull is like a good bar. It's like if you're below Red Skull, it's like uh, uh maybe you can <laughs> things here. And Red Skull was good. You know, I don't, there's not like any glaring weaknesses or glaring things. He was a good villain, you know. But yeah, if, if you drop that. below that, it's like, oh, you know, we're not saying everybody's got to be Killmonger or Thanos. You know, we know those are the top two. But, um, but no, I'm, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not as, I think I said I would on this. I'm not as concerned about the Mandarin because it seems like this is going to be a very emotional story. And, I mean, he's this guy's mm-hmm. father. So, right. I mean, he's going to be tied into that emotion and tied into that drama. So I feel like, I feel like there's no way he can really be terrible. You know, like will he be right. the greatest? Be, I don't know. It doesn't sound. I've heard nothing. No one say he's great. I've seen a couple. I I, I literally searched Mandarin and Shang Chi, and a, a lot of them are about, a lot of the tweets are about Ben Kingsley. Um, and there's news out there. I don't want to spoil it for people who don't know. But um, but but to me, like, like. I, I I haven't. There's very little about like. I hope you say, "Oh yeah, he was great." You know, uh, Leon who plays uh, the Mandarin, but you know, it's not. It's not. It's obviously nowhere near the praise for you know, Aquafina or Lou. So, so I. It's not super concerning. I, I you know, and I also like maybe it's kind of like a you know Marvel PTSD. I I just can't. I I, don't know, I just can't. I know not to expect like, just but outstanding it, so Marvel what villains. Else, but this is that. Heading into Phase 4, you know, Marvel is going to, and really even Phase 5, Marvel's going to be introducing bigger villains, man. Like, obviously, like, Mandarin's a pretty big villain. Not the biggest Marvel villain, but he's top 10, you know. Um, and, you know, this is really our first real foray into him, like, I'm guessing, considering the other one was a fake. And, you know, if, if he ends up being forgettable, if he ends up being what Taskmaster was, which Taskmaster, another big one, that's two off the board, back to back, that were big Marvel villains, and draws for these movies, and absolutely were were top billing for why this movie these movies were supposed to be relevant. If they are both average or mediocre, is that a great sign for Namor? I is that a great be, uh, sign for Magneto? I is that be, a great sign for Doctor Doom? I'll be very shocked if Mandarin was as bad as Taskmaster. Okay. I agree with uh, that. I didn't, hate, Tas- I didn't even hate Taskmaster, but I agree, I agree with that. Drakeoff, that would surprise if he's me. Drakeoff, that's fine. It's 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 <laughs> underwhelming, but it's fine. <laughs> right. You know, Taskmaster ended up not being the villain for the most part, but but just in terms of the disappointment, the, if right. the disappointment of Mandarin is similar to the disappointment of Taskmaster, which again, like I think like Shamari is saying, very surprising right. if it's that bad. 
um, that would be a red flag just going forward, looking at the MCU. You know, and then how am I going to get excited about I mean, Doctor Doom I mean, if I they can't think, do the Mandarin? I don't think I don't think they're going to do do Mandarin like that, just because. I mean, this is uh, this is a villain who has been so um, you know he's been such a caricature right. in uh, in Marvel comics. And he's been kind of a kind of a racial character, caricature, literally, and you know, kind of a just a caricature as kind of a wizard guy, right? You know, like kind of a wonky wizard guy. And right. I think they're they're really moving away from that. Um, and you know, in the first Iron Man or or in the other Iron Man, he was like a terrorist. Yeah, yeah. you know, he's like a global terrorist. Yeah. Um, that was the, the angle they were going with. So, I think the I think the director of this movie is going to take. I think he, I, I would think that he took a lot of care and time in making sure that, you know, the Mandarin, maybe he's not, t- again, like, maybe he's not top five, but, like, that he's, he's not a joke, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, Like, he's not a problem with the movie. Yeah, like, he's not an issue in the movie. Um, so, I, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about the Mandarin. I'm much more concerned about, um, the action and, um, and the story. I mean, those are those are the only two things I could see kind of flopping here, um, and uh, you know, it remains to be seen uh, whether it's great. His, his reactions are great, but I mean, you just gotta see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I overall concern for the man are not super high. I definitely would be very disappointed if we get something on the lines of what we saw from. Uh, Taskmaster again. I didn't even hate Taskmaster that much. I hated the reveal. I didn't hate what Taskmaster did in the movie, but um, if we get anything like that, that would be gravely disappointing. I really don't think we're gonna get that. I feel like if we got that, we probably would have heard people saying this wasn't this wasn't it. I know not clearly. I don't think they're gonna like. There's gonna be a showstopper element to to the Mandarin, but I think that there will still be enough. Um, great content in this film that he'll he'll get his uh he'll get his licks as well so to speak so man i'm excited to see uh shang chi now man i mean i you know i kind of was like very nervous about this film as we got closer and closer to it but now that all that nervousness is gone now i'm just excited i just can't wait to get it going but um let's talk about the trail that dropped today so uh marvel's eternals movie dropped its final trailer of course this movie directed by uh chloe zhao Includes a really uh, star-studded cast. Of course, it includes Gemma Chan, uh, Richard Madden, um, uh, Selma Hayek, Angelina Jolie, uh, just uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Kit Harrington. Pretty, 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 pretty dope. Uh, pretty dope squad. Pretty dope cast. And I thought this trailer to me really moved the story kind of forward and kind of gave you a little bit better of a concept of why this movie is happening. At the very least, like what is the reason for these um these eternal beings to uh to 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 have their story told at this point in time um they kind of lay out the plot pretty smoothly you know the question the big question being okay if these people have been around all this time what where the hell have they been we hear you know hayek's uh kind of like monologue about how oh, you know you know we can't do anything because uh you can only you know, show up when they're uh, deviants that that return, and we'll have to learn more about what deviants are. But we see a little bit of that on the beach when they have to stop when um 
uh, Richard Madden has to stop, which is the Icarus character, has to stop one of the uh, the, uh, the deviants. I thought Icarus's CGI and action work looked just stellar. Like to me, this was if Superman was in the Marvel universe. Like it, it was like to see him flying around using the laser beams on his eyes and stuff. I was like, yo, this is great. This he looks like Superman right now. Yeah. And you want to talk about putting somebody over? Uh, they definitely. Uh, did that with him. I didn't think. I think Sprite also went over pretty well too. I thought she was also one of the better characters from these uh, these uh, these trailers. But we know in this in this in this uh, situation that because of the Celestials that are uh, that are, are now you know at least one Celestial that is that is making uh, causing havoc that they now have seven days to save the world. And this is what kind of brings the crew back together here. So, Sham, what are your thoughts on the trailer from Marvel for the uh, the Eternals? I thought that this was a uh, pretty pretty awesome. I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, this was a fantastic trailer. Um, you know, I mean, this was. Uh, um, I mean, it really is like. Um, I, I, it stuck out to me when when Feige had said, in the um, I believe I don't know if it's the investor. Or the investor day or, or whatever you call it. but he said this is like they, they want to bring jack kirby's kind of vision to life mm-hmm. and this is they're trying to do it here you know because the effects here are are astounding um marvel continues to push the boundaries with their visual effects and and their um you know and just what they're able to do with that i agree i think icarus's action looks amazing um I think the other, the rest of the cast looks fantastic. The um, the costumes are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing with the story. Uh, the Celestials look fantastic. They look about as good as they could have looked, to be completely honest with you. So, you know, you're, you're not going to make them look any better than that. Anyone that's disappointed by that is like, I don't know what you're asking for. Because they can't look any better than that. So, um. So yeah, I, I'm very, very, very excited. I, th- I think this is gonna be, um, I think this is gonna be probably. I, I think this could be the best looking Marvel movie. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. When we say best looking Marvel movie, uh, I think is surpassing. That's surpassing, I guess. I think in terms of the effects. And I think in terms of the... I thought you meant the attractiveness of the cast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are all very handsome and beautiful people. Let's, oh, let's yeah. Keep that yeah possibly. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on what you ask. Um, but, yeah. I mean, this. I think this is going to... I think this is going to wow um, a lot of people. I don't know if this is like an, an Academy kind of movie. It doesn't seem like it. Wow. You know, like... You know, just and I'm just yeah. that, and that's a I I look I can wow. see that I can see that as praise. Okay, I'm not I don't I don't I don't I'm not some I, I'm not some film some. <laughs> right. film it's buff. funny Sham says that though because because yeah it's funny he says yeah it's funny Sham says that I know that the word was that like Marvel really wants Academy attention for this. Yeah, but I got the same feel. I didn't I didn't get Academy feel. It doesn't mean the Academy won't love it, but that's not yeah. the and that's the thing like Black Panther. Ended up getting Academy buzz, right? Exactly. That, that was not trying to Yeah, going into it. Um, so you know the you know the trailer can tell you one thing, obviously, but I agree that I feel like it's different than Joker. Like Joker, you could tell in the trailer 
Yeah, this is. Like, oh yeah, this is going, absolutely. This is going 100%. for an Academy Award. Whether they get it or not, I don't know. They're going for it, some sort of Academy Award. I agree that with this movie, you don't necessarily see that. Um, yep. But I also think that that's hard to say because they've been very, very coy about the plot, and yes. um, stylistically and from an imagery and cinematography perspective, it clearly is different than most other Marvel movies. So from that from that vantage point, I I wouldn't be shocked if it did end up being that if it did end up getting that kind of buzz. But but in terms of what we've seen from the trailers, they're still they're still I think they're still being coy. Um, they gave you a lot more in the trailer than they did the last time because um, they have to sell the movie. At some point, you've got to get people that want to see the movie. Um, I think clearly they listened to what the fans were saying about the last trailer in terms of all right we didn't see anything so they showed you stuff <laughs> um there was this narrative of oh the the eternals have been gone where have they been why didn't they intervene against thanos and they, they answer that question in in this in this trailer yeah. so and i think it was the right move too i don't think that there was no reason for them to hold that no have yeah that, they, that have you spoiled. seen the answer it makes perfect sense and that's fine there was no reason yep. to hold that yeah now it shuts up all the people that are there's a plot hole this movie's a giant plot hole. You know, it's like, all right, now, you know, relax. I'm getting tired of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was a very, and I, I think I mean, clearly they did. They were getting tired of it. Yeah, they were getting tired of it. And and, and it was, um, I mean, it's a valid question, but, I mean, you know they're going to answer it. Yeah, it's in the trailer. People were, like, really upset about it. And it's like, you know they're going to answer it. <laughs> But yeah, I guess you know, but Sham, like you gotta understand, like this is like you like you you're making one hundred percent common sense, but common sense isn't common, as they say. And yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, folks like they they you know this is a microwave industry. They want everything you know yesterday. So even though it's a movie that they're trying to get you to watch, so you can actually you know enjoy a full <laughs> experience, experience. stuff in the like no, I want to know everything now. Like you know, it's funny. It's like it reminds me you know of uh, I always mention my girlfriend on this podcast, but you know it reminds me of my girlfriend. You know she loves The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And she also loves looking for spoilers and clues as to like who is winning and who's gonna win. And I don't get it. I'm like, why? Why would you? Why wouldn't you want to just watch the show? Like, I can't listen to that stuff. Like, I, I you know because I'm with her, I have to watch a lot of this stuff. I'm like, don't tell me anything. I gotta just watch it like normal because she's like, no, I want to know. And it's like, I think this is like a microcosm of like you know a lot of society now. It's like, yeah. Instead of letting things, <laughs> and it's funny because then when you actually do just watch something happen and it's surprising, it's way better than knowing. Ahead of time, you know, I wasn't tripping as much about it, but for people who don't know anything about the Eternals, which is, I think, probably like ninety-eight percent of the people that are actually going to see the movie, like, for there's a large percentage there that just see something like, oh, well, I know the Avengers and I know what Thanos did, and these people are so tough, and where the hell were they? Like, there's something that just won't shake those people, you know what I'm saying? And that's you know, it doesn't make sense, but. It doesn't make sense, but then at the same time, it kind of does when you kind of think of where we are now. So, EJ, I have to ask you something specifically, and Shamari okay. can jump in as well. But yeah. I, I'm asking EJ specifically because you are you're the big uh, you're you're big on this topic. But I feel like so, every time before you go, I feel like every time Kendall like singles me out for questions, always to like pull up some receipts. So I always got to sit in my chair and like oh, a yeah, defensive. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> defensive. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, might as well. yeah, I wasn't going to. Now he just says it. So, you know, when we were watching WandaVision, mm-hmm. um, you know, there were plenty of times throughout WandaVision where 
uh, you know, you pointed out, this is the moment that we get the mutants. Yes. Uh, it's coming, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were watching, you know, Loki. There were a couple of times, you know, we, we, we mentioned, you know, this is the time where we get the mutants or this is the time where we get the X-Men and this and that, you know, or Spider-Man and whatever. Do you feel like what we got introduced to, the concepts we got introduced to in this trailer, um, and just this movie in general, could be behind the X gene? Could be behind the, 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 the children of the atom? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it definitely puts me on the spot there. Because I... that's the feeling I got. You, you, get, you did get that feeling. I I, 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 I mean I'm not I'm not gonna lie it did cross my mind it did it did 100 cross my mind watching this movie and saying like what could the fallout be from an event like this and you know perhaps somehow the children of the atom being descendants of the Eternals to me like that's what like that's the vibe I got watching it. I, right. it, well, at least I—I I don't say that's the vibe, but that's it's something that definitely crossed my mind as I was watching this trailer today. And well, again, I think for man, sure that's game. gonna happen. You know, I don't know. I—I I don't know. It's like I—I I don't. At this point, it's like you're just wondering when, when is Marvel gonna pull that trigger? Like how and when? Like I think we all kind of assume that Doctor Strange has to kind of be like their breaking point, where it's like, okay, you don't have anything there. Like I don't know what you're doing, but. You know, this would seem like a good opportunity, too. Will they tell us in this movie that this is what's happening is another question, though. Could it be something that is still revealed later on, even if it is something that happens within this film that causes that kind of event? Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like... I, I, I go back to the name. You know, if the rumor is the rumor that's true that it's actually called The Mutants, mm-hmm. I think that that is... Too similar to the Eternals, <laughs> you know, for me to think that that's coincidence. If they are connected, I feel like the name would be the giveaway that they're calling this. I know mutants is a, the mutants is a working title. We, I feel like very rarely a working title actually end up being the title. Um, well, we don't know if it's the working title of like. I mean, they haven't done it. You know, they haven't. It's not like it's not like the production working title necessarily. Well, yeah, it, it's that's true. I mean, this. It, it, I mean, Kevin Feige called it the mutants. Called yeah, them. He said, the he said. He said mutants, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's for mutants. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see. I see. Uh, to get to. And then the Illuminati to, to have the to have the report and be totally accurate here. They said, um, tentatively titled the mutants. So that's different than working title. You're right about that. Right. Um, that's a dope name, man. I hope they don't change. Don't it. I, they shouldn't change nothing. And again, if that's if that's a reference to the fact that it's almost like a a spinoff of that, the Eternals, yeah. yeah, that would be dope if they did that. That would be cool, especially because. No, to be fair, this movie is called Eternals, not the Eternals. For this fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Um, but you know, now I'm getting the I'm getting the, the gears turning about like if this movie's really really good and if it does get that Academy buzz, you know, do they go to Chloe Zhao to do the X Men? Um. Mm. You know, I think that that's something they may consider, because uh, that's the that's the question. Because some people are talking about Chloe Zhao doing Avengers movies, and that's possible. But because a lot of people are pointing to how is she going to handle the massive amount of characters and divvying up the the pie, quote unquote, so to speak. Um, 
well, the X-Men are going to have the same, that same issue, but I think the X-Men are actually a much deeper, it's going to be a much deeper story than. Sham, do you feel like Chloe Zhao, because the impression I think, when I think, okay, Chloe Zhao doing X-Men, I, like, the vibe, I, I, the X-Men to me always had kind of a grimy vibe. You know, there's beauty in these people and their stories, but there's a lot of darkness. So therefore, I, I always got a grimy vibe with them, and I don't think grimy, I think Chloe Zhao production. So, I feel like she might be kind of a weird pick, unless, and this is something that's been talked about way more than I would really, I don't think it's possible at all, but I've seen people bring up, I mean, what if the way they bring up the X-Men is they're using Krakoa, and the new kind of uh, status quo, or at least taking a lot of you know um, inspiration from the new status quo. Like, if, if they were doing something like that, that would make more sense with Chloe Zhao. But if you're doing more traditional X Men, I just that that just to me seems a little bit more of a, you know, again I hate that word gritty because sometimes it's like a it's like a buzzword. But like, like that to me like like but to me if you're doing that like X Men normal that's got to kind of have a little bit more of a gritty feel. Um, you could be sleek like to me like the singer movies are they're 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 uh, they're sleek but there's grittiness to them. You know, and yeah. I, I don't. I never got that vibe from Chloe, but I don't know. How do you feel, Sam? Uh, I, mm, I don't know. Um, I would say. I mean, I think the X Men could be. There's, there's a lot of social conflict in the X Men, right? And I think, sure. I think when you say gritty, I think that's probably the most I connect thing I connected to is because there's so much. There's a lot of social commentary and a lot of of very general societal conflict involved nice. in the X-Men and the mutant storyline. Um, so I, I don't know how Joey, uh, Chloe Zhao would handle that, uh, handle that project. Um, uh, though, uh, the, so I do, I, I definitely do get what you're saying. I don't think she can't do it. I, I mean, I don't know. I would put anything past <laughs> <laughs> with the talent she has. I mean, it's very but, interesting because she was supposed to do Black Widow and turned it down. Um, so, which, I mean, interesting choice. Uh, probably ended up being good, great for her career, but um, it, it's it's just interesting that she turned it down, you know, but that's a totally different movie than it seems like this movie's going to be. Um, right. So, I mean, clearly Marvel feels like she has some versatility in that regard. Yes. Does anybody watch Nomadland? I have not yet. I have not yet. I got. I got to watch that. That that of course is the. uh, (laughs) That's the film that. uh, That won Best Picture and uh, Zhao won Best Director, for that movie. Um, She also won um, the same Best Best Most Picture Drama and Best Director for the Golden Globes as well. So it was a sweep in that regard. Yeah, it's just uh, it's interesting, you know. It's just uh, is is interesting. I'm glad Kendall brought that up in regards to like, Zhao makes sense as an X Men, uh, pick. Again, talent and skill set and just brilliance overall. Yes, but again, I would wonder with like, especially if the inspiration is supposed to come from Eternals. While I did get, I did see how the X Men could come from it. I didn't, I didn't see a direct correlation to like how I would present the X Men and how they're presenting Eternals. I so, do. So that's why I was like, like, 
I, I feel like I would probably want someone who who could probably speak to a little bit more of the darkness that surrounds mutants. Yeah, know, edgier. That, kind that of can vibe. kind of present that can present that in a way I, I, that that Chloe is not trying to do with this. Now again, doesn't mean she can't do something different. I, I will say, but just just when we, we're, we're connecting both. The, this movie and then whatever future mutants X Men movie we see in the future, that's just something that I would consider. One last bold prediction is that I do mm-hmm. think that we will see. Uh, I feel I, feel, I may have said this before, but I do think we will see uh, Tina Huerta as uh, Namor in this movie. I could buy that. Uh, maybe a post credit scene or something like that. But yeah, I think we'll see. yeah, I could buy that for sure. That would that would make sense to me. He's been cast as Namor for a while now. Yeah, uh, and this is a connection to mutants. That's also something to think about because he is also a mutant. People right. Get that. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Plot thickens there, but uh, let's uh, get to the last story today. So let's talk about um, the story that we got. Kevin Feige announcing this with comicbook dot uh, com. So once again, shout out to uh, uh, Brandon Davis for getting the scoop. Um, Riri Williams, I mean the the character Riri Williams, of course, played. Um, by Dominique Thorne. She will be appearing in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Feige said, quote, we're shooting Black Panther Wakanda Forever right now, and the character Reed Williams will, you will meet in Black Panther 2 first. Uh, she started shooting, I think, this week before her Ironheart series. And this, nobody thought this was going to happen. This was not, I mean, well, let me phrase that. Nobody knew this was going to happen. I think there were some people who maybe have guessed this. Yeah, yeah. I figured I brought, I may have brought this up on the show at one point. Yeah, but I don't think any, there was no, this is not something that, oh, there were a lot of reports of this and then now Feige's making an announcement. This came seemingly out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. It's very weird that just be announcing like <laughs> one interview with one person. I know he'd be doing press junkets with all these different, uh, for all these different junkets and, and then he drops this news about Reed Williams being in Black Panther. Um on on the surface, I I like the idea. I think this movie's gonna have to be buoyed by a lot of other characters given, you know, Chadwick's passing. You know, I'm not saying this needs to be, you know, Iron Man two deal, which we saw that how that could, you know, hurt a movie. But I think the more star power the better probably with a movie like this. And I also think even though obviously the movie's called Wakanda Forever, and we've been kind of going back and forth on, does that have any added? Inf- does that does that tease any added uh, reliance on Wakanda as a setting, or just Wakanda as a kind of the vibe of the movie? Then maybe we would expect from a Black Panther movie, and we don't know that. The addition of Riri Williams, we don't know exactly her role in this, but the re- addition of her suggests, especially if it's our first, um, our first appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that to me suggests that, okay, we, we will get some other aspects of the world outside of Wakanda making its, you know, play outside of whatever maybe we get from Atlantis. So, um, so I, I, I dug this news. I think, uh, seeing a, a scene with Shuri and Riri will be pretty awesome. And I think we saw last time, um, like having Killmonger, I think having a, an African American, in the mix of, you know, the people with Wakanda, I think that that that's a good dynamic. Like seeing, you know, like even something like Michael B. Jordan, you know, talking to Angela Bassett, saying "Hey, Auntie," like obviously that's an American term, and like seeing her reaction, like that, like those little instances were great, and they they were needed. I thought in that film, 
um, some of the little things Killmonger would say that, you know, clearly were, like, American kind of... It just kind of took you out of, like, where you've been with, like, everything being about Wakanda and these Africans. And I think kind of just... It's a nice little, like, I don't know, like, change of pace almost to kind of throw, like, this person in here. So I think... And it's not necessarily, not necessarily, you know, someone like Ross, who's a white person. So I don't know what Reedy's role is, but I think if you can add some African-Americans to the film... I think that'll help a great deal. But what do you uh what do you think, I know? Yeah. Um yeah, I think that's an excellent point you make there uh at the end. Um that dynamic really worked with Killmonger in the last one. Um Yeah, I mean there was like you said, this is not something that had been uh it's been speculated but not been, you know, le- rumored or leaked for for um for quite a while um and you know really i think people's ears kind of perked when they it was it was reported that they were filming at mit you know right. then they were started the speculation started to happen oh well, maybe riri williams in the movie if they're going to mit but that it's a little bit of a leap to go there yeah so <laughs> the fact that the fact that this is now confirmed um is is interesting um and from what i've heard uh, according to some some insiders or whatnot, it sounds like this isn't like a cameo. And the fact that they say that, that she's starring the movie, right? Uh, exactly, kind of confirms that it's not. Because that was the thing too, is that people thought at the time when they were filming at MIT, oh, maybe she'll have a cameo in the movie. Yeah, you know, maybe post credit like scene even. Yeah, someone. Yeah, post credit scene. Like someone, has, you know, went as far as to say that she, from what they know, that she's in the movie as much as, say, Kamala Khan is in the Marvels, or that you know, America Chavez will be in uh multiverse of madness um so that's that's very interesting um not a decision that we speculated about um when they announced dominique thorne was playing iron heart i mean i remember at the time we talked about it was peculiar how early they announced that she was iron heart um you know it was great that they announced the show and you know but it was so weird that they had an actress so early to play the character when i mean we don't know who's playing Reed Richards, <laughs> you know, right. because it, 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 there's no point. We're not, we're not seeing Reed Richards anytime soon. Um, uh, shout out WandaVision. But um, it, it's, so it was always peculiar, and now we know why. Because they knew, well, let's get out ahead of it, because we know she's going to be in Black Panther. And they didn't want to make that announcement then, because that announcement at the time was about Chadwick, um, and just about the movie. But um, I think they knew at that point that she was going to be in the movie and they may have had plans for her to be in the movie regardless mm-hmm. of the, 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 where the, the story with T'Challa. But, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I mentioned this to Shmart earlier today. Um, when you're talking about connecting the dots, um, Dominique Thorne, last big movie she was in, uh, was Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, and Ryan Coogler was producer on that movie. Mm-hmm. And I will go as far as to guess that, he was probably the one that casted her wow. to play Riri Williams. I may not be right about that, but it almost feels to me like the Russos, you know, casting Holland, you know, right. and I be. also go as far as to speculate that he'll be a producer on Ironheart. I don't know for a fact, but we know that he has his deal with Disney. Mm. They talked about him doing multiple, you know, Disney yeah. Plus shows. Yeah, because remember they said like you know Wakanda spinoffs, but then also like Marvel projects. We were like, wait, is that the same as the as the? Yeah, people are talking about spinoffs, I mean, or is that something totally different? Yeah, are we getting a storm show? Or are we getting 
a Killmonger, you know, prequel. <laughs> like it was crazy. Yeah. But you know, maybe it's just Ironheart. Maybe he's, maybe he's an EP on Ironheart or just involved in that on some level. So, um, so it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be interesting. You know, from a story perspective, uh, I'm just I'm, I mean I'm as intrigued as everybody else to see how this is gonna go. I don't we really don't know much about. It. We know that Namor and the Atlanteans are in it. Now we know she's in it. Um, how are they, how are they gonna juggle that with? You know, the rest of the story is going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, um, uh, I mean, I, I think this is, uh, very welcome news, uh, to me. Um, I, I, I thought she was great in Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, she was very, uh, intense in that movie, just based on, you know, the character she was playing. So I think, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be very, very, um, very very interesting, very interesting to see, and she's very talented. So I, I'm I'm very excited to hear about this. Um, I do know Kugler did work on Judas and the Black Messiah. I think he was a producer on that movie. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he pegged her like immediately, because mm-hmm. she did have a very striking performance uh, in yeah. the movie. So, um, so yeah, I, I definitely think he was like, no, I think I know who I want for Riri, because I know. Or maybe he just saw her and was like, "I think I want to put her in my movie." Right. As yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, either way, but I think that's probably what happened. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is, I think this is going to be a crazy movie because we have Ironheart in this movie, like Kendall said, we had Namor, um, in this movie. And remember, there were the we don't know. It hasn't been. No one's retracted any reports, but there were the early reports. From Phantom Wire, the Doctor Doom's, but if Doctor Doom was supposed to be in this movie or is in this movie, maybe we don't know about it. That would be. Incredible. I think that'd be a little much. Um, I'd be like, someone has to take a backseat here, right? right if it's really, I mean, we keep saying that, but I mean, there's no T'Challa. I mean, maybe, maybe the movie is has to be buoyed by you know other big figures. Like they might have to do mm-hmm. a lot of you know unorthodox things. You know, let's say especially if we talked about in the past, like, maybe they won't be. This obvious passing of the mantle within the movie, maybe it's something that happens towards the end. Then maybe you do need to kind of lift up the movie by having some other big people around surrounding the problem, uh, kind of take a, a larger role, and perhaps the movie becomes a kind of Wakanda forever. Because maybe it takes kind of like all of Wakanda to stop whoever they gotta stop. If it's you know we know Namor probably yeah, part of this, and maybe if some of it stopped the Doom, I don't believe that Doctor Doom would be. In the movie that much, even if he's in it, I agree. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be more around guys pulling the strings anyway, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's kind of a little bit too much going on right. for me. Yeah, I, I'd probably just want, um, you know, one maybe maybe two additional like major additions to the MCU in the movie, right? Um, and uh, um, you know, because I also want them to take their take you know however much time they may need to flesh out, you know. Say, you know, Namor and Flesh right. Out. Uh, I know, of course, Ironheart's getting her own show, but still, right. you know. Um, I, I do think, I do agree with you, Keno, when you, because we had talked about this before, and I know you had mentioned that you think this is, adds fuel to the kind of Shuri, did, yeah, Black Panther fire. I, yeah, I, 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 I told you Mark earlier, I think if we're playing odds, I think the, the, the odds that Shuri is the Black Panther Went Yo, as Letitia right? has she tweeted anything since she was on that anti-vax thing? I feel like she just disappeared. 
EJ, man, we are not supposed to yeah, be bringing the receipts. Yeah, man, they put yeah, her I in the like, witness. Like, they put her in the witness protection, told, man. I think somebody told her you gotta calm down. Yeah, you know. And again, I think that's also very interesting. Yeah, I, I think, think that's part of this. That's why I brought it up. Hasn't that 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 I think is a good sign for her. It is. Yeah. You know, terms, if you think that sure he's gonna be the next bad plant, the fact yeah. that she hasn't said anything is is probably means that someone got to her and said, "You look, man, you're about to be the face." Yeah, you better not mess property. up this bag yeah. over some. You know, girl. you're an Avenger. Over some, <laughs> yeah. over some vaccine. Yeah, I just thought that was. I just thought that was something that was interesting. I'm like, I have not seen Letitia Wright do any. I don't. Where is she even on social media? Like, I haven't. I haven't seen her. Yeah, at she all. was. Hopefully, I, I know during that whole rant, it was like I'm leaving social media. But like, I, so I, yeah, I mean, she, she's not on. She's not on Twitter. Like, she's just not anywhere. Right. I would assume that once positioning uh, her, her character with Riri Williams makes a lot of sense. Obviously. Um, boy, imagine those two standing standing together, yeah, fighting against Namor and Shuri is Black Panther, yeah. And I think it, it, like, I don't know, I don't, I'm not sure what's the inclusion of Riri Williams if Shuri isn't Black Panther, you know, mm-hmm. like in the in the in the short term, I you mean, know, long term, of course, Riri Williams. Gonna I mean, I think in the story, I mean, I think but, I think there could be an idea where you know Shuri's like, look, like. Maybe there's a, a technical problem she can't solve. And she's like, maybe there's some, like, you know, community, like, uh, some, like, internet community that she's a part of. And she knows a girl who works, who's at MIT. And, like, I, I, I think that there's definitely, if, if Shuri's not Black Panther, I think there definitely is a way you could write something into that. Like, somehow she knows Shuri. Right. Like, that's not, that I could see. I definitely think it helps. I don't, I agree. I do, I do agree with your overall point that I think. If you if you're a betting man, the, the Shuri being Black Panther, you definitely move more. And I don't want to say he's, I don't think anybody's a favorite right now, but I think that you know the the price the price just went up as you know Kevin, you know uh, Fat right. Joe said yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> I think if you're if you're uh, if you're talking about wanting to bet odds on on uh, Shuri being uh, Black Panther after this news, yeah, man, and you know we'll we'll. We'll see long term what that looks like if that if that is the case, but it, it's it's interesting. And again, just also just going off of the fact that they've said nothing. There have been no cast, no new castings in terms of like any major actors that could potentially be playing back Black Panther. Uh, there's been very there's been very little movement from a story perspective, so that would seem to suggest that it's going to be somebody in house. I would assume um, it's got to be. And I'm, yeah. Of the in-house candidates, you know, Shuri is the obvious story one that just makes it's the easiest one to do. Um, it's the easiest one to do. Uh, there are other ones that you could do that you could certainly make make them make sense, but the the easiest succession plan would just be, just would just be to go to Shuri. And um, again, including Riri Williams into this, that now makes for a very interesting. Uh, and and giving them a relationship now gives that creates a very interesting story. Um, I will say, what do you guys think about the? I mean, seemingly the decision to. Because look, I mean, let's let's keep it let's keep it a buck. You know, if you would ask me a year ago, if you would ask me two years ago, if you would ask me two months two months ago, what uh, <laughs> what 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 
MC, what Marvel character, you know, do you want to see in Black Panther 2? Female Marvel character. I think a lot of people would have said Storm. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the decision to seemingly not have Storm in this movie? I mean, I think that, like, I feel like the Storm thing, like, I feel like the ship, I'm, sadly, I feel like the ship kind of sailed when Chadwick passed. I'm be honest. Like, yeah, I was going to say. Like, it's not to say I mean, that they Chadwick... can't still do it, but the Storm connection is that she had a romance angle with T'Challa and as a kid, and then they, they they got married as adults. So, if he's not, if he's crossed off the board, which is what they're telling us right now, then I, then it's like, what's the point? I mean, the I, point I is think... he's Storm, but it's like, it just seems like a weird thing to like, okay. Just put her in the movie. Right. It's... I would say that that, that, that is, you're, you're right that that is what is most prominently associated with Storm and the Black Panther stories uh, is their marriage. Um, but I would say even beyond that, I think the reason why you have a Storm in a Black Panther comic to begin with is because she's from Africa. And so when you have... Well, I mean, Africa's a big continent. Right. Well, yeah, of course. But when you have... She's from, when you she's have from well, I mean, that's how they interacted. You know? Right. It's from, because she's from Africa. It's not because... Yeah, that's just... Yeah. Right. They didn't make you know they made rogue, you know, <laughs> but, you know, but um, but yeah, like you know because she's from Africa, you know if you if you make it in Wakanda, you know the movie's gonna be in Wakanda, you know does she show up? You know that yeah. would that would be the argument is that you know she could still she could still show up. You just have to you know manipulate the story now to remove the whole romantic side of it and just make it you know. You're introducing a new character in the same sense that you'd be introducing Riri Williams. Um, to me, I just think that Feige is. I think they're 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 not even thinking that far in terms of the X Men, any X Men characters, which is disappointing. But um, and again, maybe after the Eternals, that mindset will change about not getting any X Men characters. But there hasn't been any inclination or any hint towards any X Men anything. So far in the Marvel Universe, they haven't even hinted at any X-Men, anything going forward. Uh, besides Feige mentioning the mutants, that's as far as he went. But beyond that, there we haven't heard this X-Men character being in this or that X-Men character being in that. Other than that, maybe what, Scarlet Witch, you know, and then Evan Peters. Like, it's been very, very minimal. So and I was just a troll. And that was a troll, ultimately. So, again, maybe we'll feel differently after Doctor Strange, after Eternals, those are two ones to pay attention to when it comes to the mutants. But, you know, I think for a long time, people thought Black Panther 2, now that Fox has the X-Men, we know, you know, Ryan Coogler, you know, likes to use a lot of characters. Like, you know, like, you know, we want to do Craven the Hunter for the other one. Like, he wants to be able to use these characters. It seemed like Storm was, you know, uh, you know, a perfect choice to be in this movie. And, they decided to go Riri Williams, who's also a major, major Marvel character. Not as big as Storm, but um, someone we know they are doing more so in the short term. So, um, and I don't, and I, I, I also would lastly say though, I don't think that just because you're doing, you have Riri, doesn't mean Storm can't appear. Um, does it make it one hundred percent? I just don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, I think I, it's probably I mean, less likely. Yeah, that the odds on Storm showing up in the movie went way down after this. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday's price is not today's price, but in a bad way. I think if it comes to whether or not you think Storm will be in it because of this, but I don't think I don't think that this cancels out completely at all. I think that Storm could still appear. I would love for them to put Storm in the movie. 
I mean, look, yeah. if it was up to Ryan Coogler, Storm, every every character in the under the sun would be in this movie. So yeah. that's also why I wouldn't put it past him because he's got a lot more. Again, to use the to use the phrase a third time, yesterday's price is also not today's price when it comes to Ryan yeah, Coogler. He's got a lot of pull. You know, so he's got way more pull than he did when the first time he was doing this movie. It was Marvel kind of taking a chance on him and a young director who shows some promise. Now, okay, this guy is one of the more established directors in the game, producers in the game. He says, I want to do something. It's going to be a lot harder to be like, no. You know what I'm saying? So so, so it's different. So I don't want to say that. So I, I wouldn't say, oh, this, now there's no chance. I think with his creative mind and his ambition, I wouldn't put anything past him. I just think that from a story standpoint, the child the, the the, the, yes, the Africa pull is the pull with the Black Panther story, but the they, there's an interpersonal relationship with Aurora and T'Challa that is that that makes that makes sense other than just being geographical. So if you're not going to have that, it just seems weird to me. So I, that that's just uh, that's just how I see it. But that's going to do it for this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. I had a fun conversation with my guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Of course, if you enjoyed this pod, make sure you check out all the shows on New Generation Podcast Network. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast. We're also individually on social media. You can find Shamari on Snapchat and Instagram, MCSham22. Kendall can be found on Twitter, New Gen Ken. You can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram, Action EJ. Thank you guys again for checking us out. For Kendall, for Shamari, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.